right, here we go. The Modern Eater Show continues. This is beautiful Paonia, Colorado. And why not? Stanton Farms and it's Paonia Lavender. <laughs> Got Corey and Campbell Stanton here with me. How are you guys? Good, great. Thanks for Real good. Out. Where in the world are we? This is beautiful. You're on Garvin Mesa, about 500 feet higher than Paonia. In a lavender field. At about our most predominant crop currently. And why would one want to grow lavender? Well, you want to answer that or should I? Well, you're the one who Well, we started uh, because we didn't want to grow fruit anymore. Uh-huh. And we wanted to uh, try something different and this seems to be drought resistant, bug resistant. Uh, but it's not work resistant. It's uh, a lot of work to get it all going like this. So so the year of our Lord, 1974, a young Campbell came up, <laughs> discovered this property, wheeled and dealed. Here you were, yeah. 48 years later, you've got Miss Corey right. Lavender on here. I'm not right. quite 48, but... No, no, the property. <laughs> she's yeah. far, she's far <laughs> from You're that. far from 48. Um, but you, you do a distilling process too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're going to see some of that. Yeah, it's going to be great. I think we're going to do six pounds of a cultivar called Betty's Blue. Okay. Yeah. Will you school us on some lavender real quick? Heck yeah. All right, what oh, you got? Now that's her department for sure. All right. Well, we've got right what we're looking at here is Fullgate. We have, what, 96 or 100 and so? 192. Oh, 192 Fullgate. It's an English variety. It's super hardy. culinary variety mm -hmm. so uh, we're we've harvested the bottom field here and we're working our way up um, you have to harvest culinary varieties at a certain point like 25 to 30 percent bloomed out I think part of that is to keep it intact mm -hmm. um, and part of it is I think that actually that's the biggest part is to keep it intact with the other varieties that are not blooming yet, those are gonna be stronger oil producers and all lavender produces oil, but the culinary varieties produce about half mm. of what like an oil producer would. So the Fulgate, if we distilled six pounds, uh, we'd probably get three to, oh sorry, two to three ounces of oil. Whereas if we did our Grosso, which is budding up at the top, Mayette in the center there, um, those are gonna produce twice as much oil in a distillation. Interesting. I learned something new every time I head out. Okay, so how many varieties are up here? We have 20. 20. There are over 450 varieties or cultivars in the world. How many? 450. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Growing all the time. I so think. 20 up here. And is it just you're doing 20 because you know they work or are you experimenting right now to really and to narrow it down? How does that look? Some of both, I'd say. Okay. Uh, the, this, for instance, is an old standard Fulgate. It's hardy one of the hardiest ones and whereas the uh, what is it grosso is a intermediate intermediate and it's kind of a hybrid experiment mm -hmm. so here it is july 5th yeah i don't know i think it's 76 degrees it's out right now right perfect now. weather right? we've got so a little nice. cloud cover Good yeah. talk, talk about the climate talk about where we are regionally what grows and and why this is working so well obviously yeah drought resistant uh, one of the things that when people come up because we do have open farm tours and we have um, distillation demos you can book privately or on airbnb but people that come up and they're like oh i have three or four plants and i have the hardest time growing them and i will say something like 
at some point, uh, you know, you can overwater the plants. Mm -hmm. So they're drought resistant, which is great in our climate. We're in a pretty severe drought. Although this year, water is looking really good. (laughs) Yeah. Colorado's renowned always really in a drought type of thing. But water is important, especially right here. And I love the setup here. But talk about how how you do water and irrigation here. It's all on drip and it's all gravity fed. Mm-hmm. Comes from pipes up on top of the hill there. And a two inch pipe comes down and I can distribute it to all the fields. And I can't do the whole thing at once, but I can do big chunks of it at once. Gotcha. And uh, it takes a couple of days. How about maintaining this? Is it hard to maintain? Yeah, the weeds are something else. You gotta get in there and get at it? Well, I use my lawnmower. Uh-huh. Or, you know. Right in between the rows? Well, I drive and push. I mean, it's got self-propelled. For sure. And then For lots sure. of hand weeding. Um, I will say my dad did quite a bit of that last year and we're seeing the benefit of that this year yeah. that that's, it's slightly less. So the bindweed, for example, will, you know, coil up, try and strangle the lavender and, um, and we try to stop it. And it's <laughs> not, there's not a lot. We were commenting on that this morning when we were harvesting. What's your growing season? Right now, um, we plant kind of after May, early May, if we're going to be planting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then by the end of June, when the annual Lavender Festival in Colorado happens, which just happened for us, um, things are starting to bloom at, at the very beginning of blooming. Uh, we just started harvesting July 3rd this year. So we're at the very beginning of yeah, our harvest. a couple of days ago. You say you get a couple yields from a, a few certain varieties? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Betty's Blue, Buena Vista, what else double blooms? One year we had Mayette double bloom. That was super interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a normal thing. Yeah. Um, it just isn't, but. I don't know, you gotta, if you smell my fingers right now, I re- truly, I was doing it. I'll, we'll show you up there. Um, we're doing some production today, right? Yeah. Let's walk and talk and okay. go go see what you're up to talk about the production process of this and then what you do what what forms does the lavender rear its head and i know we were down at big b's delicious orchard and right on the cashier stand there were little bundles of lavender right people enjoy those but so bringing it to to sale or to market what forms do you use so because we distill up here we have the ability to capture the essential oil and put that into products like a lotion. I have made soap. That's not totally mm-hmm. uh, my focus yet, or so maybe someday. But um, I like to do like a salve, mm-hmm. and we do, we put the essential oil in a roller, maybe with a carrier oil. Um, sometimes just pure. You can sell it as fresh or dried bouquets. Mm-hmm. You can um, use it medicinally. I always say lavender is a very full life. Like it's that. perennial, it keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was gonna ask that. Our first field that we were just in is five years old. Massive. I mean they were like mm-hmm. these are a few years old too, but when you plant them they're itty bitty. Two, two and a half mm-hmm. inch plugs. Yeah. It's and beautiful. So, I love it just for the landscaping too. Yeah. Yeah. You I always tell people like, oh if you want to meditate in the lavender, like Come play on. in the lavender, hug the lavender. <laughs> and Greg, this is uh this is pretty much all oil in here too, about where you see the color starting. Mm-hmm. So that's a, those are all oil producers in there. Super sweet, wait. This one that's right here, that's the really vibrant purple, like periwinkle, uh-huh. is called Irene Doyle. And it's one of my favorites. I, a lot of people love the traditional color, mm-hmm. of like the purple. 
lavender. I'm really drawn to, I guess, more of the unusual colors like the Irene Doyle or the Hidcock pink over here is Yeah, favorite. see that. Is that your favorite? Yeah. Oh, cool. It's, the fragrance is amazing. It's technically a culinary. Someone should make ice cream with it. So if any of your chefs oh, want wow. to do that, let me know. I'll, I'm happy to package that up and send. Well, would you send us home with some samples? Oh, yeah. Will it last throughout our road trip? Yeah. It should. It goes a long yeah. way. <laughs> so as we come on up here to see the distilling process and get some oil extracted, what's the medicinal purpose? You, you have such a great knowledge base of lavender, and I actually just want to pick your brain on it sometime. And if anybody's out seeing wild lavender, mm -hmm. take Corey along with you because she'll yeah. be able to identify it. Talk <laughs> about try. the medicinal purposes of lavender. Medicinal purposes range from, um, I was just actually reading about a study that was in Germany and I don't know the year of it, but people were taking capsules of lavender oil and it was reducing anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, I've also read studies that some varieties, I think more than hybrids, the intermediate, will actually stimulate the brain. So there's, and it's just very... I need amazing. both of those things like <laughs> immediately. <laughs> if, okay, I'll give you a couple different varieties. I'll be like this one, oh, like put please. your face in yeah. and you'll feel really calm. And then you know, before you get back in the car for your next leg of this road trip, you can just take a big whiff of like a you know, lavender that's more stimulating. Lavender is one of my favorites for sure. All right, what are these ladies doing okay, right here? These lovely ladies are getting ready for distillation. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and do a six pound distillation and I'll grab the basket, it's called. So we have a stainless steel still. Um, some people have copper stills, which are beautiful and also very expensive. Not that this wasn't expensive, but it's just a whole other level. Um, and I don't really know exactly why we ultimately went with this, but. We felt three pounds was not enough to oh, yeah. make it worthwhile. Never enough. Let's get it going. I mean, if we make have all better. this lavender, we might as well <laughs> yeah, get, let's get, at let's it. get a bigger, probably need even bigger than that. I Put me to work. What okay. can I do to help? So first we're gonna put, um, this one for some reason doesn't have a screen on it. So I just need to be a little strategic Can't in we? the initial. Do you want me to do that? Where on the other end? So I'm going to cheat a little bit. And oh yeah, you're right. I don't usually put stems in, but um, because this bottom one doesn't have a screen. Oh, you're using that. Uh, look at that innovation at its finest right there. I have to talk to Mile High about this. Okay, so load her up, right? Is that that's yeah. the name of the game right yeah. now? Yeah, so now we're just going to exactly <sighs> take everything we've shucked. The yield. The yield. Smells amazing. <laughs> yes. It does get it gets 200 degrees. Yes, get the beard. <laughs> oh, I feel better. Perfect. That's what we, we want to hear. Already. I'm not leaving. I'm gonna lay in the lavender Good, field. So you cook, you can stay. <laughs> That's true. Well, wait a minute now, I get some equal time. You want to get in there? No, no, I mean, if he's gonna, if you're gonna cook, then you gotta do something on the, oh, I'll get you out to irrigate with me or something. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's right, really put me to work. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we just signed up for it. <laughs> well, you're off the hook today, I think. I was gonna say, i to dishes too, so I can. Oh, I already did them, darn it. So we're just, I mean, look at this. <laughs> yeah, we did good, thanks for 
everyone's help. It's like this is <clears throat> always actually the longest part of this process. And then you get your best oil in the first oh, gonna, five to ten minutes. You're going to do it, huh? So some people may be saying, okay, you're putting this in. And, but where's, how are you going to get oil yeah. out of this? Uh, yeah. You shall see. This is like the coolest part. So um, I'll wait till I can kind of talk more about it. But the steam, this is going to flip over and the steam pushes through the basket. And then we'll put a condenser arm on the top of that. There's a couple of other steps with hoses where there's cool water uh, at 250. Sorry, 200 degrees Fahrenheit is when the extraction process happens. It's when steam. it starts to separate. Basically, the steam like forces out the essential oil of the plant. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then it drips out, comes out oil and hydrosol, which I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. means flower water. Uh huh. And then you can capture and bottle that, and that's an amazing face mist, or um, you can put it in your hair, your beard. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I need it. All right, I'm going to go walk over here by you. And Nick, if you want to follow me, let's just get right into this process. Do you want to try to get a little more? A little more, I think. It's not quite. Do we also have jars down here, fam? <laughs> we do. So it's going. Just washed up there. And I see what you mean. This one does have a screen on the yeah. bottom of it. So that's exactly in So that when we upgraded. I'm thinking of taking this whole uh, thing. We were pretty quickly like three pounds is not. She's not going to like it, but. Suffice. So. Mm -hmm. We called up our, our new buddies up at Mile High Distillery and said, hey, can we, can you make a larger one? I mm -hmm. think they custom made this for us. Um, they make stills that you could distill alcohol. Yeah. We haven't done On this. some varieties, While we're you, wouldn't, this, people, you wouldn't have them down this long. Hunt, you know? It's really yeah. cool because the stems are so long. Peonia, lavender, but so that's not too much waste. Information somewhere out there where someone's like, I want to study oh, this like right it. now while I'm watching this video. Yeah, we have uh, uh, Instagram. There's also peonialavender.com or sandpin-farms.com. Our websites point to the same one. I guess it makes good mulch. And then another great resource is the Colorado Lavender Association. That's what we should use this for. And I believe that's coloradolavender.org. And you can get a ton of information. You can see a map of if you're in Colorado and where all the lavender farms are. If they're registered with they their members of the Lavender Association, which even as a non-grower, you can be a member if you just like appreciate and love lavender. You can be a member, and you know. So cool. I don't. Nonprofit. I don't so know if you it. have a nickname right now, but I'm going with Lavender Lady here with me, Corey Stanton. This is just so cool to check out this process. Are you ready to throw this on the top? Yeah, I think we're about ready. All right, they're feverishly working here. <laughs> I know you can, we're scrambling a little bit no, at the end to fill it up. Fill it up and. Um, Oh, have less to hang. Out of here. <laughs> Definitely organic farm up in here. Absolutely. The chickens like the earwigs, though. Let's just flip Get all this wind. over onto. The... So oh. do you pack it down in there? You don't want to pack it too tightly. Okay. Uh, my dad and I last season were distilling, um, or getting ready to distill, and I believe I packed it too tightly, and we were kind of like, "Is this going to explode?" <laughs> We, we took everything, we turned everything off very quickly. Uh, so you can pack it too tightly, but it's... Yeah, so if anybody's ever wondered, you know, how do I get these essential oils? What's that process? Well, you're looking at it right now in Peonia, Colorado. 
Uh, more information. You were telling me about, you said something about Airbnbs, and if you want to do that, what's up with that? So we have last, at the end of last season, I listed <laughs> an experience, Airbnb experience. Mm -hmm. And so for $35, you can come, you get set home with some hydrosol, a little bouquet, and this about a two-hour experience mm -hmm. total of just hanging out on the farm. You can be as involved as you want. You mm -hmm. can let us do all the work. Sure. You can you know hands on you, you can, can real rub your on. face in it just like that <laughs> so that's cool if you're in the area airbnb experiences are really a, a cool additive that airbnb offers yeah. and as, as you just heard from corey you can uh click on your own experience and then come on up here and do that lavender experience which i would fully recommend i feel like i owe you 35 dollars right now no definitely not <laughs> definitely not all right here we go next time though okay cool <laughs> All right, so if you, this is the inside of the basket if you want to check that out. And then we do put a screen on this end so that, um, you know, some we will get some buds that drop down, mm -hmm. but primarily... Oh, nice. You want to do that again? <laughs> Take two. Here, I'll get you the... You gotta get it. I'll get the screw. Gosh, I feel, I wish I could help more, but I don't know this process. Next time, I'm just doing yeah. it by myself. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, can I do that screen? This part is easier with two people, especially with the six pound uh, basket. If I could There's, help me. Well, what you am I doing? This. I think you, yeah. There's the hole there. I'm gonna let you do that. This is the high tech part. Yeah, for sure. We don't even use a screwdriver. Why would you? Yeah. Yeah. Because we'd have to go get one. <laughs> I think it's going to hold. Okay. All right. Oh, you want to oh. get that hose? We need to up? hook up everything. And I'm sorry, did we have a jar? Uh, I washed. Can you go get a jar from the kitchen? There's six of them up there. Okay, let me get over here. Sorry. on the property. I don't know whether you guys noticed or not, but there are a lot of bees running around enjoying themselves, frolicking and playing amongst the lavender, but um, you actually have a bee farm. Going. We have two hives, yeah. Two hives, right? Our friend Kay Howe is our beekeeper, and otherwise we're at pretty much at capacity mm -hmm. of what we can take on, you know, to keep amazing things. But that's a happy property right here. Oh yeah, the bees love it. and. I feel like we should wait. This is. Do so you you need the jar right away? Um, it's gonna take a long like, time for that steam. Oh, to, true. Okay. You'll probably be just fine. All right. So we're gonna put the basket on. We seal it with that this clamp. I try to. I'm hoping on this side. Look All at right. that. All I right. came in handy today. Oh, dang. One thing. Just in time. Woo. I feel better. Pretty tall. We're probably gonna need that bucket to put the need a step ladder you just need to that bucket? gauge. Yeah, and actually before will someone hand me that? Sure. Got it. You want me to hold that? Yes. I feel like I'm doing something naughty and we're not. <laughs> I mean we're making moonshine. <laughs> I asked when we were talking to the guys at Mile High Distillery um, or Distilling, they said, can we make booze with this? I don't know if this is legal or not, but can we make booze? And they were like, yes. So 
Interesting. I think I've got it. Don't worry, the heat's all the way down here. There we go. So, somebody tell me, what, what am I looking at here and how is this working? And pressure's building, is that correct? Yes, so okay. the steam, you wait till it's rip-roaring boiling so that you don't have a lot of drop down and that's that scientific word. I can't think of what it's, when it, you know, will rise and then. Should I get that drum? Yeah, or that bucket. Got the bucket glass, ah, cool. The bucket behind So. Okay, so basically what's gonna happen is this is already starting to get hot. It's not gonna be high It's gotta push all the way through our basket here. Okay. Um, and steam. We're gonna see yep. this go pretty, when it, once it gets hot up to here, it goes pretty quick, and it's, this is gonna go up to 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Because we need someone eight foot tall to read it. <laughs> then the essential oil and hydrosol is gonna come through this condenser arm here. Um, we've got a cold, cool water coming through the bottom here. And actually Let's comes up and the first time we distilled there was all this like you know evaporation we were smelling amazing and we were burning all of the oil off um, and we didn't have the right water and pressure to cool it off at 200 degrees mm -hmm. so we learned only took one time to learn how to not Good. do that and, uh, go use this cooler basically uh, we're gonna find something we're gonna rig something build this up a little bit jar under here and it will be a pretty slow drip. Yeah. Yeah. But only oil coming out. Um, all essential oil, pure essential oil will come out as well as hydrosol. Okay. And you can see the oil is more cloudy. Um, and then you'll be able to see a clear separation between the water, like oil and water separate. Uh -huh. And so the oil will rise to the top and you can see, we should be able to see a significant layer in what we're distilling today. This is a high, oil yeah. producer. Um, is that too tall for me? Let's see. And then That's you put it in tinctures from there? Well, you would, yeah. I'm yeah, running out of ideas here. You can go get that old drum we used to use. Sure. <clears throat> sure. We need like an apple box. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll go get that old tom-tom I have. Is it getting warm? Oh, yeah. Can I touch? Just carefully. Just tap it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting <laughs> real warm. Real warm. Yeah. So it's working. It is working. Temperature's rise, rising on the it gauge. Say about like 80 or so on there. What does it say? It's getting close. You're right. Nick's the tallest one here. So I think he's falling. That's right. Ooh, yeah. We're getting about halfway. And. Can start to smell Starting it. to get the whiff of it, yeah. Yeah, you can probably smell something being pushed out. Mm -hmm. I've distilled other things. Um, I've distilled hemp. We basically we got the terpenes mm -hmm. of the hemp at significantly less yield than lavender, and I've distilled what else? Rose hips. Mm -hmm. Just got a couple. I did a three-pound distillation of rose hips. Um, I had tried to smash them up and I got like three milliliters. <laughs> so if you are shopping for roasted oil, it's really, you need a lot to create a little bit. So um, lavender is very high yield in comparison to other What got you into this? To the distilling or to lavender? Both. My parents decided to grow the lavender. Yeah. And 
um, I think it was kind of just a natural progression of like, okay, well, what are we going to do with even 454 lavender plants? Uh -huh. And uh, we found this still. Uh -huh. And we're like, let's go with it. And I've totally fallen in love with growing lavender and also this kind of alchemist part mm -hmm. of alchemy part of the process. And then to be able to really utilize it to its fullest, the plant. And then you sell it? Yeah. We'll sell pure essential oil, and um, I make rollers with oil. Where can can people buy it? We don't have an online store yet, but if you message me, I can send you a product list, and we can definitely ship stuff out. Nice. Yeah, and we do have a couple. We have products in some stores, delicious orchards. Um, Let's see, where's that piece of uh, where's that then, piece of plywood? Uh, I just need to like clone myself or have one more person and then I feel like we could really You could do it. Take it <laughs> take Step it to the next level. Look at that engineering. Nice. Okay. I yes. love it. We make it work. Gotta make those old hobbies have. pay off. <laughs> so is it built up somewhere or do you have to release a valve to get it going so or will waiting, it just start dripping? It will just start dripping. We'll see the the increase in temperature. So you just do quickly. this? Is this what you use? I'm going to move uh -huh. this hose somewhere. Yeah, this is, just wait it I out. make sure that um, no steam is coming out so we don't do what we did that and burn off just, most of the oil that would have otherwise come out. I mean, I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, know what lavender smells like, but just increase that by a hundred times, right? And that's what we're smelling right now. Just we're getting it from the fields, from the extract, from this basket. We are in lavender right now. <laughs> yeah. Lavender world. Uh, it's just a great. It's a. It's an amazing product of this earth. That's for sure. It can have a really long life. We've been told 15, 20, maybe even 30 years. Wow, did it go on? You just saw the first drip. Oh, wow. I think you got a happy batch going on here. What's so what are you doing now? Um, I just, you saw the distillation start to happen. I didn't actually have the water going yet. So quick save to make <laughs> that yeah, make it <laughs> get work. going. Um, we are seeing the initial, m probably mostly essential oil coming out right now. Um, I like to let it hit the side of the glass a little bit because then it like doesn't splash so much around. It's easier to see the difference. Oh. The separation of it? Yeah. Oh my God, this is so cool. So you guys have to know today when we pulled into Big B's to visit with Jeff Schwartz, um, there we saw Corey and Corey said, hey, you know what, just it, it's happening. It's today. <laughs> this is going down. You want to check out something cool? We said, Are you kidding me? We'll be there. So here it is. Yeah, it was great. to what perfect. Timing. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. This is your your rig. This is your host, Dad. <laughs> so that's oil. A lot of it is oil. Is it really hot? Uh, it's not hot. No. Can I put my finger yeah, under it? Sure. Promise. Okay. Is it warm? I mean, it might be a little warm. warm. It shouldn't be hot. But it, it's smell it. Yeah. Yeah, it's got the it's and it has that oil feel that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And you can see by how it touches the inside of Here, the glass. Here, do that again and then taste it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Minty. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
What is it? Holy taste like? cow, you taste it. <laughs> I just want to do it. Oh my god. Tastes huh? like lavender. Yeah, it's hitting. Definitely an oil producer. Yeah. The, um, the culinary varieties would not be that strong. Yeah, but look how pure it is. I mean, there's really no byproduct that comes through there. There's no, mm -mm. yeah. And, and you would think it would have more of a color to it, but no. No, I've seen a difference in color. That's what you said, in color? Yeah. I've seen a difference if we're distilling dried versus fresh. Mm -hmm. If we're distilling dried, the oil is going to be a little bit more yellow. Mm -hmm. Where this is fresh uh, from just uh, actually yesterday we harvested it, knowing that we were going to distill. You can totally see, and maybe the camera on this side might be a better angle, you can totally see this film this layer starting to develop of that's the pure oil on the very top. You sure can. Wow. And then it, it'll cool and you'll right remove that layer from there or you were telling me a little bit about the separation process. We just siphon it off the top right now. We used to have a separator. Gotcha. Maybe we'll get another one, but um, it's out of commission for right now. So yeah, usually what we'll do is siphon off we'll get it to the to the very top and then once it's up here you can really start to see the yield of the mm -hmm. oil and then we'll siphon it off on the top we'll bottle the hydrosol and i always leave a small layer mm -hmm. the hydrosol has trace amounts of essential oil anyway but when i bottle hydrosol i leave that layer of oil and like really shake it up and then with a turkey baster <laughs> clean turkey baster fill the um, bottles and then when i sell those bottles mm -hmm. i tell people to give it a good shake and so you're kind of mixing everything up and getting a more even distribution of the essential oil perfect all right there you go if you didn't know how it was done this is how it's done and uh, any, what, are we missing anything? How can we, we want to make sure people can look up and get more information. What are you saying, Mom? The hydrosol. Talk about the hydrosol. Oh, the hydrosol. Well, I just did the hydrosol. Use it for yeah, the, yeah, there's a couple varieties that we have are very bold. Um, I think we could probably make some cleaning products out of those. Uh, we can do the hydrosol. I think I mentioned this. You can spray it on your face. You can put it in your hair. You can put it on your pillow and it's just a really lovely, you can take a bath in it. Do you want to be on camera? My mom wants to share all the ideas. <laughs> Come on in. She'll put it just all in the bath with her. <laughs> How do you use it? Come on, Susan. Grab that microphone. Let's, oh let's... yeah, put Susan on the spot. We... Come on over here. Right. Oh, are you kidding? Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we do have quite a bit of hydrosol mm -hmm. and um, we have jars that that size, a uh, half gallon, and I just pour it in my bath and take a nice soak and love it. I love so, it too. Yeah. I, I drip oils into my bath. That's a secret. Don't tell anybody, but I do. <laughs> well, uh, that's one of the things I love about lavender is that it's not just for women, not just mm -hmm. for you know men. It's like universal, and I tell men sometimes, oh, it's really manly, and mm -hmm. I I know quite a few dudes that love lavender, so I love that it's not just a you know. It, it doesn't have a gender. Yeah, yeah, bros. <laughs> Get down with the lavender, would you? This is it's it's a great family and Stanton family. It was wonderful to meet all of you. Um, 
I think that that's an awesome thing that you're doing right here. I want people to, again, look you up on Instagram, which is Paonia Lavender. At Paonia Lavender, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Corey, thanks so much for thanks letting so us. so much, Greg. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks All right, that's help. the process. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. All right. Thank you to Polly, our volunteer and friend who helped us out. I know. Couldn't do it without you. Thank you guys so much. The Modern Eater Show. We continue. We are out on our road trip. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. It has a ton of information. If you're on themoderneater.com and you want to learn about things regionally, check out the search engine. Just type anything in there that you want to learn about, and chances are we've been there. We're going to kick that rock on down the road, and we love for you to follow us. And thank you so much as the Modern Eater Show continues. Thank you.